0: Hanter straddled the thick tree limb suspended less than three feet over his favorite fishing hole. He'd fished from this spot for more than eighteen years. From the time he could barely straddle the fat limb, till now, when the tips of his sandals almost brushed the surface of the clear cold water. He watched the small fish circling below him, waiting for the big one just as he had been taught. His fishing mentor, Odim, probably took him fishing here before he was out of diapers. Cantor wouldn't want to share the limb now. Though the tree had grown with him over the years, he didn't think the branch would hold the weight of two grown men. He wasn't eager for a bath in the frigid water from the mountain's runoff. Still impatient, Cantor waited for the large carp he called Bully to rise and push the other fish out of the way. A sprinkle of thumb-sized chunks of bread floated on the water. One of the smaller guppies darted off to the side, and a huge open mouth appeared under the surface. The fish snapped up a sodden crust. Cantor hurled the stone in his hand. The rock thunked against the skull of his target. All the smaller fish deserted Bully. Who floated on his side, with a grin, Cantor threw his leg over the limb and slipped into the knee-high water. He shivered in the icy snow melt, grabbed his catch, and slogged to the shore. Exposed roots riddled the steep bank, making irregular hand and footholds. Cantor threw the fish onto the grass above his head and climbed out, sitting cross-legged in the tall grass. He removed his sandals and put them on a rock to dry in the sun. He opened the pouch Amma had sewn into his tunic and removed an undersized scabbard. He'd owned this small, sharp knife since childhood. Odom had visited on his sixth birthday and, against Amma's protests, given the tool to him. Cantor thought himself very clever when he named the knife Slice, especially when Odum laughed in his loud bray that filled the tiny cabin. Alma shook her head and fetched another piece of greenberry pie for him and Odum. She'd caught Cantor that night picking his teeth with the blade. Boxing his ears, she told him if she caught him doing another stupid thing with that weapon, she'd take it away. Cantor grinned as he applied slice to the job of cutting the big carp, A couple of carrion birds landed in a tree nearby. Cantor nodded in their direction. I'll leave you the tasty insides. I don't suppose you would agree to peaceably share between yourselves. The bigger of the two mountain crows spread his wings and threatened the smaller, cawing and crowding the other bird off the limb. Cantor shook his head. Yeah, I didn't think so. He pulled a thin string of gut from the innards. With it in his hand, he aimed at the bird and snapped his fingers. The filament wrapped around the large scavenger's beak. The string would work loose after the smaller bird had a chance at Cantor's fishy offering. He finished his chore and strung the fish on a switch cut from the long leaf tree. Cleaning his blade in the sandy soil, he heard the gentle whoosh of a portal opening. With a casual air, he did not feel. He put the knife in its scabbard and the scabbard in his pouch. Where was Tom? At the cabin with Ama? He'd last seen his mentor's furry companion sunning himself on the front stoop. But Tom could be a stealthy canine, quiet like a cat sneaking up on a mouse. More often than not, Cantor played the part of the mouse. With a searching look at the surrounding trees, he propped the switch on his shoulder, the large carp dangling behind him. He angled away from the portal, as if it didn't make the hairs on the back of his neck tingle, as if it didn't give off the scent of new horizons, adventure, and intrigue, as if he hadn't a thought in his head about diving through, Anyone watching would think he had only the intention of taking his catch home to dear Amma for their dinner. Except Tom, of course—